for Zamparelli on 2FM. With Virgin Mobile. Freedom of calling to brighten up your winter mornings. Virgin Mobile. Bring on amazing. Now, we spoke about the Limerick councillor, Elena Sekis, has called on the government to fast-track legislation for a Labour Party bill to provide time off work for women who suffer early miscarriage. Now, when we mention this, we've had a lot of text messages into 51552. So thank you very much for the, for those messages. I have read all of them. Um, I just want to read out a couple to you guys. <clears throat> Not sure how that would be managed, this texter says. A few years ago, I lost a baby at 23 weeks and five days. Every doctor said they would sign me off for full maternity leave, which I would have been entitled to if my baby was delivered at 24 weeks. I took 12 weeks. My boss called me and asked, when was I coming back? He told me he wouldn't pay me as my child did not reach the 24 weeks. Now, this was horrific. I felt guilty about everything. With early loss, I'd be very concerned about the lack of sensitivity within the workplace. It's a great idea. I'm just not sure how it would be managed. Um, The mother would have to disclose their most personal and deepest sadness to someone at work. Yeah, I mentioned that earlier. How would it work? Should Should this just be mental health time off or whatever, you know, should we expect women to have to divulge that kind of information if they're not ready to or if they don't want to? Another text message in says, hi, Jen, I'm a midwife in a maternity hospital in the Midwest. I lost my baby at 12 weeks and was an inpatient on the ward I work in for several nights after it happened. I had to take two weeks of my own sick leave after it happened and then go back to work on the ward where I lost my baby. This legislation is badly needed. Well, the bill will be debated using government speaking time in the Shannon today. Jennifer Duggan from the Miscarriage Association of Ireland is on the line now to discuss. Jennifer, good morning. Good morning, Jen. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much uh, for coming on the show. This is a welcome discussion. Uh, Let's start with that, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's, it's still, miscarriage isn't still talked about and it was still a taboo for a lot of people and people just find it difficult to talk about and I suppose because they find it difficult to talk about, people don't tend to talk about it. And that just adds to the stigma that's attached to it. So no, it's it's great to to open conversation and just to start to start the talk. It is, it's great to open the conversation, lift that stigma, but it is a highly emotive, highly sensitive issue that we shouldn't expect people, men and women who go through miscarriages, to have to just be ready to disclose that kind of information to their boss. I think that's where the problem will lie, do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's difficult, all right, in the sense that some people don't feel ready to, to speak about their own journey and their own loss. And it can be very hard then when you, you need to ring up work and you need to say, I, I can't come into work because I've had a miscarriage. And it is, it is a very difficult conversation. And I suppose the bill, the bill is, is, is really welcomed in it and it will a take a lot point. of pressure off. And it's, yeah. it's a great starting point. Exactly. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we can't underestimate just how difficult it is to go to work after going through this. I mean, Anita mentioned in when we were talking about it that uh, you know, what if that person works with kids and, you know, or has to work in the public or whatever and deal with the public? That is so difficult to do. 
Yeah, it is. It's, it's definitely nice. I suppose I can relate to that myself and that when I would have had my first miscarriage, I would have gone back into work and like that I would have been in customer service dealing with the public in the, in the front of the office. And I remember going into work and saying to my manager, I, I'm not ready for this and being told, well, this is your job. This is what you have to do. So, I mean, even that, it, it, it's just so hard not having the option of stepping back. And I think yeah. that's what this, this bill and this leave will give people. It'll give them that breathing space that a lot of people need after a miscarriage just to, just to come to terms to have with something there. And to grieve, yeah. yeah. It, it validates their losses. Absolutely, well. absolutely. Jennifer, you mentioned uh, your own miscarriage there, but you've had six. Is that yeah. right? That's right, yeah. Well, I'm so sorry to hear that. Jennifer, how how did you handle that with work and, and, and all of that? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was really hard. It was our, our first miscarriage. I suppose we got married when I was quite young, so we got married when I was 23. So we, the thought of a miscarriage never even came into our head. I yeah. kind of skipped past those pages in the book just yeah. because that's the kind of thing that happens to other people and it wouldn't happen to us. So when we went for our dating scan at 13 weeks to be told that there was no heartbeat, it was just, it was devastating. And I suppose, like that, I, I felt pressure to go back to work because I almost felt that I didn't have a right to be upset or I didn't have a right to grieve because I I, didn't, I wasn't holding a baby. I had a miscarriage and I thought, oh, I should be back to normal and I should just get on with things. And I suppose that's, that's, that's what you're kind of told is that it's, it's bad luck and you just, you just deal with it and get on with it and that's what I felt I needed to do but in hindsight obviously I needed to grieve and I needed to, to mourn the loss of my Process. baby and I, I felt that I couldn't do that because I felt I had to go back to work and then going back to work was traumatic because you you kind of do you tell people do you not tell people people ask questions where have you been why have you been out and then you're you're kind of saying, oh, well, do I tell them or do I not tell them or do we come up with some sort of a story to tell them as to why I have been out? And because it's all those kind of things that people don't realise. Mm. It's not as simple as just going back to work. No. I think you hit the nail on the head there. You said this legislation, um, it gives parents the right to grieve. Yeah, exactly. It does. And I mean, it, you say parents because it's, it's the mom's and it's the dad's as well because the dads are often forgotten about me. Yeah. My own husband mm-hmm. was often forgotten about. And I, I remember getting quite angry with He came home one day and he said, oh, I met such and such. And they were asking, how are you? And I said, did they ask how you were? And he said, no, but they were worried about you. And I was like, yeah, but you've lost your, you've lost your baby too. So it's the dads as well. And it's a, like they do get forgotten about. So it is it is great. It's a great starting point. To, to so what happens after this discussion today? Yes, this this discussion is on stage three at the moment in the Senate. So there's, okay. there's a number of stages that, that the bill will have to go through before it it, it brought into into law. Um, so it's just being discussed today. And I suppose if it does get enacted, what it will do is it will give up to 20 weeks um, days off for somebody that has a miscarriage, and then it'll give 10 working days up to 10 working days off for somebody who's going through fertility treatment or anything to do with pregnancy. Is the 20 weeks extended to the father? Um, it's 20 working days. So oh, sorry, 20 working days. Okay. Yeah, I mean, in the bill, it does say his or her when it's, okay. when it's talking about the employee. So I'm open to, to correction on it, but my understanding is that it's for both there. And it should be for, yes, uh, yes. for the mother and the father. So it's 20 days. 
20 days, yeah, 20 working days. 20 working days. Um, yeah. Well, look, if people need to get in touch, if they need help, uh, can they get in touch with, uh, it's miscarriage.ie, is that the website? Yeah, so the website would be www.miscarriage.ie. And I suppose what we have in terms of support is we do have a phone line that runs Monday to Friday from 10 to 12 in the morning and from 8 to 10 in the evening. And again, it's just, it's operated, we're all volunteers, so it's, it's operated by by women who've been through miscarriage themselves and who get it. So it's just a listening ear at the end of the line where you can ring up and talk to somebody. And then with COVID, our physical meetings are, are still not taking place, but we do do Zoom meetings online, and we're doing those two a month on the third week of every month because we found the demand for, for the meetings was huge. So we've actually started running two meetings. So again, it's just a, a safe place where people can come and talk about their loss yeah. and their, their grief and their journey. Jennifer, having been through it yourself and doing what you do, um, how important is it to not shake it off, brush it under the carpet? How important is it to to talk about it and and go through that process and, and grieve and have time off? How important is it? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's really, it's vital. I mean, it's, it's so important. I mean, if if you if you lose somebody close to you, you don't just snap out of it. You don't just get over it. And I suppose people think, when you think of grief, or at least when I thought of grief, I thought it was linear and that it was just like a straight line and you go through these stages and then you're out the other end. But in reality, it's not It's not like that. It's, it's ups and downs and it's highs and it's lows. And I mean, our first miscarriage was almost 13 years ago. And I still find the due dates hard. So I mean, even 13 years later, there's dates that are still hard and mm-hmm. there's dates that are still tough. But it, the rawness of it does get better over time. But it is it is important to talk about. It. And I mean, I wouldn't have been in a position to talk about it in the early days. That comes later. Um, but I would have liked to have had the support that we offer back when I would have had my first miscarriage like that. I just wanted somebody to, to talk to got it and have been through it and understood. Through. Yeah, exactly. And I suppose that's what I found throughout with the, all our miscarriages is that the miscarriage association gave that support, and I I was never questioned why I was feeling the way I was feeling. It was the feelings were okay, yeah. and it was normal, and it was okay to feel the way I was feeling. So there was times where I thought I was, I was cracking up because I'm saying six months later, and I'm still sad, and it shouldn't be like this, but. That's just the reality. That's normal. That it's up yeah. And, yeah. and it's great that there is support out there for people who, um, who've who been through this devastating thing. Miscarriage.ie is a website again if you want to, um, if you need that kind of support. But now we need support from in legislation to, like you said, give those parents the right to grieve and, and have that time off work. Uh, Jennifer Duggan, thank you so much for coming on uh, the show today, okay? Thanks, Jen. Take care. Thanks, Jen. Bye. Bye-bye. Jennifer Zamparelli on 2FM.